When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. All right, 49ers fans, this is crazy. Um, To say that today has gone differently would be an understatement. Let me get my headphones on here. There we go. That's better. Um, Anyway, uh, lots of 49ers news to talk about. Holy cow. First off, just want to say thanks for joining us. Uh, We always know free agency whenever this kicks off. There's going to be some surprises. Um, the 49ers, you know, they're kind of a hot team, and they have been for several years uh, as far as just, you know, linked to every rumor. Oh, my gosh, we're, we're going to trade for Odell Beckham every three minutes uh, for the past three years straight, right? Um, Stefan Diggs, you got all this stuff. And out of nowhere, something comes up, and we're involved in a blockbuster trade, and it's something nobody saw coming. Uh, DeForest Buckner is traded to the Colts uh, for their first-round pick, which is number 13, uh, 13th overall pick, very premium pick. And we're going to talk about those things, but we have Eric Armstead, who signs a very, very long, lucrative deal, five years, $85 million, um, for his contract there. So we're going to break down, all, but focusing on those two things, the draft implications are huge. There's lots of free agents still out there. There's lots of 49ers 
that don't have deals that want to come back like Emmanuel Sanders, like Jimmy Ward. Those guys are still out there, uh, but we're in free agency time, uh, which basically means these players can go flirt with other teams and figure out what it is that they want. Um, you know, and I, I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't start off with my, uh, I guess thank you to DeForest Buckner. He's one of my favorite players ever um, for the 49ers. I was there whenever he got drafted. Uh, it was an absolute blast. And just what this kid has been able to do, he's missed one game through four years with the 49ers. He is the definition of an Iron Man at the three technique. Uh, that The amount of snaps that this kid has taken. He's only 25 years old. He's very, very young. But it, the reason why, and kind of the most the question I keep getting is, why would we sign Eric Armstead and let DeForest Buckner go? Okay, very complex question. Let's jump into this. First off, what he's done, he's he's amazing. Okay, I think he is the second best or you know top three best interior defensive lineman in the NFL. I'm not debating that at all. But the problem was he wanted premium top tier money. That's what he wanted, and that's what he got. And so he he gets traded to the Colts, and he's going to get about $21 million a year, which I am so happy for this guy. That's awesome. Always want players to get paid. But the 49ers could not pay a premium. They just couldn't. Uh, if you look at the contracts that we have at that position already, um, to, you know, you've got D Ford. He's making 17, just over $17 million a year. Uh, Eric Armstead just signed for $17 million a year. You've got um, Nick Bosa, who's making a considerable amount after being the second um, overall pick. And, and so you've got a lot. And then, of course, you've got freaking Solomon Thomas, who's making over $9 million a year uh, as the number three overall pick. And that's all guaranteed, so you can't get rid of that one. But... There's no way you could pay all five of those players. And so the question was this, okay? Let's just keep DeForest Buckner on his fifth-year extension, which he was due $12 million, which is now off of the cap. But the problem was this. DeForest Buckner wanted to get paid. He took all those snaps. He, he started all those games. He played well. He played through the crappy teams and made us better. He wanted to get paid now. And I love, I love the 49ers and how they handled this situation because the 49ers weren't going to pay him what he wanted. $21 million, uh, long-term deal. They weren't going to pay that. They could not pay that. So allow the man to go get his money. And in doing that, you're going to get a decent return on your investment. DeForest Buckner was the number seven overall pick. You got four quality years of starting time from him. You got to the Super Bowl. You didn't win it. And now you're trading him for the 13th pick. So you're just falling back six picks from where you drafted him. And it's a very, very strong draft class. So the money was kind of the key there. Uh, he was not one of the guys that was willing to give a hometown discount. He wanted to be the second highest paid player at his position. And he got that. You know, if you look at, you know, it's, Everybody knows who the number one <laughs> highest paid defensive tackle is um, down in Los Angeles, Aaron Donald. He gets $22.5 million, and that deal was just uh, not long ago. That was a year and a half ago. Fletcher Cox was at $17 million, Grady Jarrett $17 million, Geno Atkins $16.3. And so you keep going down these numbers. He wanted to be in the conversation with Aaron Donald, and he got that. And so another thing that's really interesting about the 49ers you know, Ian Rappaport said this was not a last-minute deal, that the Colts and 49ers had been working on this deal for weeks, and there was no mention. You know, you, you, 
So if you step back and just pay attention to the front office aspect of this, how great is it that you're not dealing with leaks? You're not having negotiating uh, through the public and talking about, oh, well, we offered this much and he didn't. Well, we didn't get any of that. It's a very clean um, and this is a win-win because tr- th- this is not a – DeForest Buckner already agreed to this contract and this trade with the Colts, and the Colts want him. And they're, they they are where the 49ers were about four years ago in cap space and the fact that they just they had a super low cap number. They rolled a bunch over. They had the money to do this. And it, it, this, this is a win-win because DeForest Buckner's getting paid. And he's being valued at what he should be. Meanwhile, the 49ers, who have no draft capital whatsoever, um, now <laughs> you are back in it with two first-round picks. So, so that is huge. And, you know, what DeForest Buckner's been able to do for this team again, um, he, one of my favorite. I told my 11-year-old, you know, right whenever it happened, and he was like, why would they do that? Like, he was mad. And because he knows how much, uh, you know, I love him and he's a big fan of him as well. He loves the sweeping uh, motion. Um, I do love that we traded him to the AFC. I don't want to see this guy. Um, I don't want to play against him. That's going to break my heart. It's what it is. But he's getting paid. Now, and we're gonna kind of going in reverse chronological order. Because if you look at what happened first, it was Eric Armstead signing this five-year deal. Which... You know, it was right up against the uh, franchise tag deadline, and I really thought that we would tag him. But here's the thing with Eric Armstead that people have to understand, okay? He took a team-friendly deal, big time. Um, He signed a five-year, $85 million deal, and everybody's like, why didn't we tag him? Now we're going to lose him for nothing. No, Eric Armstead's from Sacramento. Um, his best friend was, I guess, probably still is DeForest Buckner, but he's gone now. And then if you you want to add to that, his charity work, which is huge. You know, Eric Armstead's going to be one of those players that's going to be a Walter Payton man of the year. If you pay attention to what this guy does behind the scenes with charity and working with kids, it's second to none in the NFL. He is an amazing human being, and his charity is very, very important to him. And so he made it well known that he would take a hometown discount, and that's exactly what he did. Uh, he got $17 million a year, which I, I guess I would like to take a hometown discount if that's what I'm going to get. But whenever you compare it to other uh, top-paid defensive ends, he's not even the highest-paid defensive end on his own team. Uh, <laughs> he comes in right at uh, D. Ford gets 17.1 and Eric Armstead gets 17. And usually the new deal, especially with the you know signing of the CBA, which we're probably not even going to be able to talk about here. I guess if we have some questions at the end and we want to get into that for all the hardcore people, but here's the deal: uh, with the new, this deal should have been much bigger. I thought it was going to come in about eighteen and a half to nineteen million, but it, he made the decision so easy for the 49ers because he wanted to stay. And he didn't just want to stay for a little while. A four-year deal would have made sense. But because it's a five-year deal, now the details are not out yet, but it's going to be incredibly um, (laughs) cap-forgiving for the next two years. I guarantee it's going to be backloaded. He's 26 years old, so now we have him signed through his uh, 31-year-old season. 31 year old whenever he's a season where he'll be 31 I said that terribly wrong but that's the thing uh, you're getting a great deal with him and again for the people who say oh he had one good year that's horse crap um, I don't I don't usually say horse crap I usually cuss but I have kids at home uh, the coronavirus is uh, taking tolls on all of us but anyway it's horse crap man because he's had two good years 
and one elite year. Um, yes, he did get double-digit sacks once, but whenever you're talking about a defensive end that can play the three technique that we're missing because of DeForest is gone now, but he can play outside, he's probably the second-best run defender from an edge perspective in the entire NFL. Um, I think it's him and Cameron Jordan. I've said that before. Those two guys are elite because they still, you're not losing any of the pass rush uh, ability. Now, is he D Ford off the edge? No, he's not a speed guy. He's a power um, and hand technician guy, but he's still double digit sacks. And so again, you know, I put this up on Twitter and it was like, look, here's the choice. You can't keep everybody on this defensive line. You know, if you didn't have the $9 million salary of Solomon Thomas that you were tied to, that's 100% guaranteed, then perhaps you could have kept both of them. But here's what you could have done. You could have capped, franchise, you know, tagged Eric Armstead and then traded him for like a third, probably the following year. So, uh, or you could do what the 49ers did today. And so I put these two options up on Twitter and I I love the volume that it got within like an hour and a half is up to 500 votes. DeForest Buckner at $21 million a year, and then you get a third-round pick in 2021 draft because you tagged and trade Eric Armstead, or you get to keep Eric Armstead at $17 million a year, and then you get the 13th overall pick. And the votes are... I love DeForest Buckner, but the votes were in line with logic. I really believe this. 14% voted that they would prefer to have DeForest Buckner um, at $21 million and a third-round pick next year, and 86 voted for what the 49ers actually did. Eric Armstead at $17 million and the 13th overall pick this year. Now, the cap updates with what's going on here. Uh, DeForest Buckner was due $12.4 million against the 2020 cap. That's gone, 100% wiped off. Now there is so that brings us up to 22.3 million currently, but that's before all of the Eric Armstead Armstead deals come out as far as caps go. Now he's due 17 million dollars a year, but, but I promise you this, he's probably only going to count about eight to nine million dollars against the cap this year, not that full 17. They'll spread it out through signing bonuses and incentive based things and all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be a backloaded deal, kick the can down the road because most teams they're expecting the salary cap to take a huge jump. Um, in the next two years. So right now the 49ers were up against it. Now there's still some more moves that they can make, but $22.3 million is the key number right now. Um, And here's the deal. Um, (laughs) They were linked. A couple of very, uh, Michael Silver talked about it. Uh, A few other uh, people put out there, you know, that you trust. And again, during free agency, there's names to trust and there's names not to. First off, Twitter's probably the best place to get information. And if you're going to do that, what you need to do is make sure they have a blue check mark. Now, I don't have a blue check mark, so you shouldn't trust me. Um, I have a few sources, but not near what Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, you know, Tom Pelissero. Um, you can keep going. But just because they have a blue check mark does not mean you should trust them. Okay. Matt Miller, for example, don't trust that guy, especially with the 49ers. I listen to his podcast. He does great draft work, uh, whatever. But he's also the guy that put out all of the information about our coaching staff and ownership hating each other. And John Lynch, and there's tension. and all. He, he said so many horrible things. He was even in on the Tom Brady thing. Don't trust him. Uh, Mark 
Mike Florio, uh, pro football focus talk. No, or, sorry, uh, pro football talk. Like, he's out. Get him out. I, I have him muted. I don't even pay attention to what they say. So make sure you're paying attention to reputable uh, people that know what they're talking about. Now, as we are having this podcast, and, and I was hoping to get something done tonight, but after the you know two big deals, we had to jump on and talk about it. So if this is your first time joining us, I want to say thank you. Please hit subscribe. Uh, we're here all the time. We usually focus on draft during this time, but with free agency, I wanted to get this out, and everybody kept asking me when I'm going to record. But hit subscribe, and I'm not paying attention to Twitter. So if there's another big uh, signing, please throw that up in the chat so we can see it. Uh, again, anything that's happened you know we're i'm recording this at 3 uh, p.m on what is it monday so uh, if you're listening to this traditional podcast platform a few days from now that's what's going on so if there is another big trade with the 49ers uh this is where we're at so um you know we've talked about salary cap implications now let's talk about the nfl draft and what this means for the 49ers. Uh, because, again, the 49ers didn't pick until the 31st overall pick. And then they had nothing until the fifth round. Well, now that changes. <laughs> we have two first round picks. Uh, we're picking number 13. And then we're picking number 31. Now, if you want to know how valuable. Again, this is the old Jimmy Johnson draft chart. Which I still love. And it works very, very well. As long as quarterbacks aren't involved trading picks and whatever else. Um now, here's the deal. The 31st pick that we have is worth 600 points. The 13th pick is worth 1150. So if you add it up, every all six of the 49ers picks, you know, the 31st, the 2-5ths, the 1-6th, the 2-7th, it doesn't get close to the value that pick 13 is. Um, you're going to get a premier stud player. Now, we've been doing a lot of draft breakdowns and film studies on elite players, and we already did wide receivers. And I remember whenever I did uh, the first episode of wide receivers, it was C.D. Lamb, Jerry Judy, and Henry Ruggs. Everybody in the chat was pissed off. Why are you showing us these guys if the 49ers don't have a chance at getting them? Well, guess what? Y'all got a chance now. <laughs> and this is why teams, you got to study top down. Because you have to understand what is available to you in a potential trade-up. We didn't have a shot at any of these players an hour and a half ago. C.D. Lamb, are you kidding me? The, the draft capital the 49ers had, there's no way you could get up there to get them. But you do the top-down and you measure... Um, you know, you fill out your board as if you were picking number one overall and you need to know everybody so that when you do move around or get that opportunity, that's important. And so if you look at what Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch did, I guarantee you they're not just trading DeForest Buckner without having certain players in mind at pick 13. Now, could they trade back and accumulate? Hell yes, they could. Could they trade the number 13 overall pick for another superstar, whatever? Yes, that is a possibility, but I guarantee you this. There are a few different players at 13 that they already have circled that they like. Now, who are some of those players? And I think it, it will help us by breaking down position. You know, you got to start with what you just lost. Uh, we lost, you know, a top three, three technique in the NFL. Now, interior defensive linemen are not valued unless you're the Colts, as much as exterior guys. And if you look at, you know, where the 49ers have drafted, where they have paid DeForest Buck, uh, I mean, with uh, Eric Armstead and D Ford, 
exterior or edge guys, that's what's important. But now there is a little bit of a hole. I do think that we do have some players that can step in at that three technique. Julian Taylor comes to mind. DJ Jones is a nose. He's not a three tech. I keep seeing that on Twitter. Um, He's he's too big to play that spot. You could do it in a pinch. But DJ Jones is a nose. He's not a three technique. I think Ronald Blair, who is unsigned, we could get him. Kevin Gaines, Solomon Thomas, a lot of people are saying. I'm I'm out on that one. But, I mean, you've got to have him, so he's going to be in the rotation. But, anyway, there is there are two stud defensive tackles in this draft. Uh, the number one guy is Dwayne Brown. I don't think Dwayne Brown's going to be there at 13. Uh, I just, I just, I really don't see it because I, I think he's one of those guys that's going to go um, really, really early. Uh, I'm sorry, Derek Brown. I have him number seven overall, and then the other one is Javon Kinlaw. And I think that there is a strong, strong possibility that Kinlaw could be there at 13. Now. It, it, you you watch the way that he plays out of South Carolina six five three fifteen. Um, he's just a big mauler, and so like if you're wanting to replace um, DeForest Buckner immediately with that thirteenth pick and just get a younger version, you're you're probably going to have that opportunity because that's kind of the sweet spot for Kinlaw where he could go. Now wide receiver is always going to be the fan favorite. Um, everybody wants <laughs> we want a stud wide receiver. I I get that. And you know the three guys that I mentioned earlier and this is my order, CD Lamb, Jerry Judy, H- Henry Ruggs. I think that those players, one of them will be there. You know, I just released uh an updated mock draft on Twitter. And basically, here was the deal. Um, I had the 49ers taking Henry Ruggs with the 13th pick. C.D. Lamb and Jerry Judy went right in front of us. Um, I think it was at 9 and 12. And so you've got Henry Ruggs sitting there. He's a perfect fit in this scheme. Um, He's basically a super Marquise Goodwin. Um, Same type of speed and explosiveness, but he is a much better polished wide receiver. Only one drop, home run hit, threat all the way through, just an exceptional athlete. I think that's a possibility. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah just released an updated mock after the trade. He had the 49ers getting C.D. Lamb. So uh, those are real possibilities. Now, let's say you want to go cornerback. Well, guess what? Uh, And this is the next set of videos that I'm going to be putting up on the Patreon account. And so if you want to... Jump into the Patreon account and you want to head over there. Guess what, guys? Uh, just type, go to patreon.com, type in 49ers Rush, and you're going to have that option available for you. And here's the deal it, you're getting a 15 to 25 minute uh, entire film study breakdown of these draft prospects to help you understand exactly what each player is all about individually on each each one. It is $8 uh, a month, and it goes straight towards the podcast, which it, which is huge. So if you want to do that, that's the best way to help us out. We'll have a couple more videos I want to be loading um, in the next couple of days. Uh, so those are going to be popping up on there. But if you want to do corners, that's fine. Jeffrey Okuda is going to be gone. Um, but then you have these next two guys that, again, I didn't think the 49ers had a shot with. Christian Fulton, cornerback out of LSU. He's my number 10 overall player. And C.J. Henderson out of Florida. He's my number 11 player. Um, I, I think that those are strong possibilities, these elite corners that are available. Offensive tackles, you know, it might not be the biggest need right now, but you could draft one of those three premium guys if they are there. Uh, and then after that, you, you, you could put them at guard now, 
And then you can move them to tackle whenever Staley is gone. And that's Jedrick Wills, Tristan Wirfs, Makai Becton, um, you know, Andrew Thomas, a lot of people like. I don't like him as much as the other three. Um, I, but if one of those three guys falls, who knows? I, I think that you've got a spot to go get them now. And it, I think that's kind of what's important now. Man, I almost forgot completely. I, I do have a little bit of an announcement to make. Goodness, I'm a little too excited. It's been a it's been a crazy day. Uh, there's a reason why they call it free agency frenzy, and that is I have been uh, picked up. I guess is the right way to say it. Blue Wire Podcast, who man love what they do. They are accumulating a lot of awesome podcasts. Uh, you know, the Fourth and Gold Podcast. They just joined as well. Love those guys over there. Uh, Eric Crocker's with them as well. Uh, I mean, they have so many. Um, let's. They just have so many 49ers podcasts, and what they're going to be doing is helping me get better access to the 49ers. So this is why it's an announcement that you guys should care about. One, um, hoping to gain press credentials so that I can be a part of the 49ers uh, press conferences and things like that, practices, get a little bit more behind the scene and get you guys more insider information. That's the main goal in joining up with them. But two, you know, they're going to try and improve my podcast as well. And I want to make it best for you guys. And so uh, just trying to step up my level a little bit, which I'm pretty excited about. So anyway, just want to say thanks to those guys. You're going to, nothing really is going to change for y'all here. Um, the ads might change just a little bit, but that's about it. And, you know, I do have to say, uh, this is the thing. I, I'm a big betting person and March Madness was canceled. It's, you know, I, I love betting on that. And here's the deal with no current NBA, NHL, college basketball. You might think there's nothing to bet on, but here's the deal. BetOnline.ag, they got you covered. Um, BetOnline still has hundreds of places to wager from uh, online casinos, poker, blackjack, open 24 hours a day, and it's all online. And sports are not totally done. There's still MMA. There's still eSports, as that's rising up like crazy. Um, and if you're into entertainment, you can bet on things like American Idol, The Election, The Spelling Bee, even Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Those are all there for you. So what you need to do is head over to BetOnline.ag, use promo code BLUEWIRE, B-L-U-E-W-I-R-E, one word, Blue Wire, to receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So uh, this is a new sponsor for us and really, really excited about working with these guys long term. But again, betonline.ag, just want to say thank you again um, to Blue Wire. Glad to be a part of that team. So we've talked about draft implications now. What are the odds the 49ers stay at 13 and 31? Well, uh, <laughs> there's still going to be some movement there for sure. I don't, I don't think that they just sit there. And I think one of those spots they're going to trade back and try to uh, get a little bit of room in the second, third, and fourth round. Because right now the 49ers don't have any picks there. Um, I think you could stay at 13 and then drop back from 31 would be ideal. Because at 13, you are going to get an elite day one starter at that pick. Again, we talked about the positions. Um, but at 31, it's a little bit different. You know, the mock draft I just recently did, again, I had us getting Ruggs, Henry Ruggs, wide receiver Alabama at 13, and then Cesar Ruiz, um, center slash guard out of Michigan at 31. I think 31 is where you want to drop back. 13, I would prefer uh, to stay put. Now, if you guys have any questions as I'm going through the chat here now, um, if I've answered some of these, then I'm skip over them. But as always, please tag me at John Chapman so that I can see it stand out. I don't want to read through the whole chat. Um 
But anyway, here's just a couple things from Ultimate Boy 999. Uh, John Chapman at 13. Do we take Judy, Kinlaw, Chason, or Fulton? If it's those, uh, if that's if my decision is just Jerry, Judy, Kinlaw, uh, Chason, and Fulton, I think I'm going to take Jerry, Judy. I think that he is an elite route runner that comes out of the draft maybe every once every three to four years, and I think that he is one of the wide receivers a very high bust position I don't think that he has that and so you can go Judy early uh, elite of the elite and Kyle Shanahan is going to have his guy long term and then you can pick up uh, one of those positions later I think you can get a corner late and now you have flexibility because you don't have to draft so much for need at that 13th spot you can draft for just a cornerstone player that's going to be there for a long time and then your second pick even if you do trade back that's where you can kind of address whatever holes you haven't filled in your roster uh from drew who do you think will sign um rugs or judy with the 13th pick i don't think the 49ers are going to sign a lot of big time players but they did try to go after Austin Hooper, which was a huge shock. You know, he signed a four-year, $44 million deal. He's now the highest paid tight end. But Kyle Shanahan was trying to get him. Uh, you know, if, if somebody has played for Kyle Shanahan in the past, it's like, dude, I would hate to be an ex-girlfriend of Kyle Shanahan because he doesn't ever get over anybody. He just stays loyal. I, I I don't know much of his story as far as like his wife and all that kind of stuff, but I am willing to say that they dated from middle school on because he cannot get over anybody. He is just it's interesting. Um, so you know, tight end. You look at tight end, and you say we're solid there. You know, we've <laughs> we've got the best tight end in sports. Uh, one of the best tight ends in history of the NFL, and he's still flirting and trying to get two of the highest-paid tight ends. He's he's just a crazy guy, so we'll just have to see what happens there. Uh, from Nick, don't you think we use um, one of our now two first-round draft picks and trade down? Yes. I, I, I want to stay put at 13, and I want to trade down from 31. That's what I want to do. I want an elite player. We lost an elite player into Forrest Buckner. I want an elite player. Uh, oh, man, this one hurts. DJ, I'm never going to buy number 99 jersey anymore. First Smith, now Defoe. Man, you keep that jersey and you wear it with pride. Um, I guarantee you, you wear that DeForest Buckner jersey to a game, you're going to get as many high fives and handshakes as you want. Um, I know now it's not the best time for high fives and handshakes, but it will be come August. So uh, keep that jersey, man. Hang in there. Um, yeah, here, here's another question from Andy. Who we take it at 13 if Judy and Lamb are there? Oh, C.D. Lamb's my favorite wide receiver in this class. Um, he is he's DeAndre Hopkins, which we haven't even talked about yet. What the hell is Bill O'Brien doing? Why the hell does he hate the 49ers so much? He's just giving players away to the freaking NFC West. He just gives them away. He gave Clowney for, for, for a second-round pick. He gave Dwayne freaking Brown uh, basically for free. Then he goes and trades DeAndre Hopkins to the Arizona Cardinals for DJ, oh my gosh, for David Johnson and a second. <laughs> it's David Johnson, a second, a fourth, and all he got back was David Johnson. That's a day. I mean, that's it's David Johnson, second and fourth. And he gave away an additional fourth in Deandre Hopkins. It was an absolute stupid deal. Um, I don't know. I, I just wish he would trade it to some other damn conference. Uh, get him out of our division. 
But, uh, yeah, that's going to be fun because the Cardinals, they're on the come up. Um, you know, they played the Niners down to the wire both times, and they are getting better, needless to say. Uh, there's, if there was any doubt what the best conference was last year, it's going to be even worse this year. Uh, maybe the Rams are going to take some steps back, but that's about it. But uh, the Cardinals are going to be, you know, a borderline playoff team this year. This year. Um, yeah, so anyway, I would prefer C.D. Lamb out of that situation. So moving down, just a couple other things. D. Ford's not taking a pay cut. There's no reason why he should. Um, he just got to stay healthy. Uh, the, the team was different without him. Whenever he was out, you got to keep him in there. Solomon is a bust. Yes, I, I do agree with that. I think we could officially say that now. Anything you get out of Solomon Thomas this next year, uh, you count it. It's, you'd be happy with what you got. But, you know, this is going to be it for Solomon Thomas. There's no way they bring him back for a fifth year uh, or pick up his extension. So you can't trade him. If you trade him, you do get four and a half million back, but who's going to want to take that? Um, you're almost going to have to pay somebody. You're going to have to like package it with a sixth just to get them off your books. Like you won't even get anything in return. Um, anyway, take that for what it is. Yeah, Chris Sims is good. Mike Florio is trash. That is correct, Khalil. I'm with you. I, I'm serious, guys. Block them on Twitter. It, it has saved yourself a lot of. There's a couple other 49ers people. I don't want to call names. How do I say this? There's trolls, man. They're just trolls. They're not 49ers fans, and all they want to do is cause problems and talk about Tom Brady and talk about how bad our quarterback. Just block them. Just mute them and move on. Make your life better. Trust me, uh, you're going to be very, very happy. Yeah, I'm seeing all these questions. Who we taking at 13? You're going to have to see how the board falls. But, man, if one of those three wide receivers are there, I think they are game changers. I really do. And I get that this draft is loaded at the wide receiver position. But I feel like there are three players that are just, they're elite. C.D. Lamb, Jerry Judy, and Henry Ruggs. If you have a shot to get those guys, and it is a position of need. Yeah, I'd like to keep Emmanuel Sanders, and I hope we, we sign him and bring him back. But he's 34. You've got to get somebody, and you pair him up with Debo, and now you have an elite wide receiver core. And what Kyle Shanahan wants to do, he changed what he prefers to do. He wants to rotate five to six guys in at the wide receiver position, but we didn't have that. And so down the wire, he just played three wide receivers and that was it. Um, but that's not what he wants to do. Um, he wants to be able to rotate those guys in and out. It just makes your team better. It gives yourself more depth. And so if you have a, sh a shot at getting one of those guys, then, yeah, I, th I think I think you're awesome. I, th I think that's what you got to do. Raekwon Davis is better than both Kinlaw and Dwayne Brown. Oh, man, the real San Fran 49er fan. Love that tag, but, man, I disagree. I do like Raekwon Davis. I don't even think he got a sack this year, uh, but he is a behemoth of a man. He would be a possibility at 31 for sure. I think that he's going to go a little bit more in the later second round. But I do like him. And his 2018, he could have came out last year. Uh, Raekwon Davis is a huge defensive tackle from Alabama. If he came out last year, he would have went probably 25. Um, but, you know, he was gone. From Nate, will Denzel Mims be there at 31? After that combine, I don't know. 
I, I do think that he is going to be the next wide receiver taken after the big three. Um, you know, you've got Denzel Mims, you've got Jalen Rager, you've got T. Higgins, you've got guys in that mold, La, uh, LaVisca Chenault, those guys. It's kind of pick your poison, Brandon Ayuk, if you want to throw them in there. But yeah, Mims seems to be the hot hand because he's just such a freak athletically. Um, there's a possibility he'll be gone by 31. Some team's going to fall in love with him. And this is a huge wide receiver draft. They are going to move around, but trust me, uh, you're going to have about 20-plus players gone uh, at the wide receiver position uh, before day two's over. <laughs> uh, anyway, Joseph, what happened to my bookie? Yeah, they they uh, they moved on from the podcast. Um, you know, they they were big in season, and I do want to thank those guys. But uh, they they moved on, and you know, I think we were the DeForest Buckner in this situation. We wanted to get paid, <laughs> and so we moved on. Uh, anyway, that's what that is. Um, let's see here. Uh, moving down, almost done. Just a couple more questions. If you guys have anything, please get it in there quick. Uh, just tag me on the chart. And again, it, wherever you guys listen, please subscribe. You know, you know, we we're going through a little bit of a transition with the blue wire uh, being acquired by them, which is awesome. And again, that's not going to change anything with what I do up here. It's only going to improve things and hopefully get me a little bit more behind the scenes. But the idea is this. Free agency is here. The new league year is here. We're moving forward. That's what it is. And I get it. The Super Bowl hit us all, but now it's moving forward. Did the 49ers get better today? Um, I think that it's a yes and no question uh, or answer because here's the deal. Yeah, we're better with DeForest Buckner on the field. However, we only had one year of him left. The 49ers decided they couldn't pay it. So that hurts. So what do you do? You go and you maximize long-term growth. With that 13th pick and that $12.4 million, $12 million cap space that you got this year, that is huge. So this is a very savvy play. You're not boom or bust for 2020. You want to build a dynasty. This is a dynasty move. This isn't a coach on the hot seat move. This is a dynasty move. This is looking forward long term. And so I really, really like that about this team. Um, from Beer Pool, do you think we need someone more on defense or offense with the 13th pick? Yeah, I don't think it's so much you want to be uh, go into this say we need more help on offense or defense. And you look at what the 49ers were able to do. They were top five uh, offense and the top five defense. Uh, really top five offense, number one defense. Um, them in New England kind of, depending on which characteristic or metric you're looking for, they're both up there. But yeah, I think you just go best player available at 13. I want an elite playmaker right there. Um, at 13 I don't care the position again you know if it's a cornerback or a wide receiver that would be ideal you know I'm hoping it's a corner or a wide receiver if I was picking that was what I would want but if the board doesn't fall that way then you got to do what you got to do because I only see three corners and three wide receivers that are worthy of the 13th pick again CD Lamb Jerry Judy Henry Ruggs and then corners uh, Jeffrey Akuda, Christian Fulton or CJ Henderson so that's kind of you know, those six guys, but they could be gone by then. A strong chance they could be gone by then. But any of those six right now, those are the guys I'm targeting personally. Um, and this is one I've seen floated around on Twitter as well. This is Slick68. Don't be surprised if the 49ers trade the 13th and 31st pick to Miami and get a top five pick. So let's try to jump into the mind of John Lynch and why they would want to do this. Let's say you think you're one player away 
from going and getting, you know, one of the best players in the NFL. Let's say Jeffrey Akuda is that one guy, that other corner that you want to put opposite Sherman, and then you think you're there. Or if it is Derek Brown, uh, the interior defensive lineman out of Auburn that's, you know, freaking Indomitian Sioux type player. And so if you want to jump up and go get them, if it is C.D. Lamb, if you think C.D. Lamb is Julio Jones or whatever, you know, you want to fulfill that role with that player, you jump up there and get them. I don't, I wouldn't recommend it. I hope they don't do it, but you know, you, you take that for what you will. It's a possibility. Now you, we couldn't even talk about trading up before this because we just didn't have any capital. Now it is a possibility. I don't think it's likely, but, um, yeah, I like it. It's a thinking outside the box. Most people, if you would have said last week, man, we should probably trade DeForest Buckner for a first-round pick, people would have unfollowed you and cussed out your grandma. And so, but that's where we are. Uh, the NFL stands for not for long, and stuff changes. Um, yeah, I lost my, one of my favorite players of all time, uh, but I'm happy for him because he got paid. And understand this, and I said this earlier, DeForest Buckner is happy. <laughs> he has 21 million reasons to be happy right now. Um, all right, here we go. A couple more questions uh, from Niner Drag. Do we now get a true one tech that can play every down? I would like that. Um, you know, I, I don't think that there's a lot of guys. You know, I like Ross Blacklock. I left him off the list of targets at 13. I think he's now big time in the fold at 31. I think that he's one of those guys that could play that. Um, so, uh, take that for what you will. West coast. He says, what do you think trading up to secure Judy? You know, if you, it's going to be rough to trade up. You look at that trade value chart. So let's say you want to jump up and you're worried that the Las Vegas, uh, Raiders are going to take Jerry Ju or take CD lamb, right. Or Judy, whoever, uh, you know, they're picking right in front of us. Now we're at 13. They're at 12. The difference in points, it says it's only 50 points. So, but we don't have anything else to trade up with. So if we package the 13 and both of our fifth rounders, that doesn't even equal 50 points. So two fifths and our 13th to jump up one spot with the team that we're trying to get in front of, I think it makes it kind of hard. So if you want to do that, you're going to either going to have to add a player, which 49ers I don't think would do, or you're going to have to trade 2021 draft capital, which you know we've got all of our picks for 2021. So maybe you package... You give up the number thirteenth and our fifth and a fifth rounder and a third next year, man. I don't like that. I, again, I love those three wide receivers, and I'm fine with either of them. Um, so I, I personally would want to stay put. I don't mind falling back a couple spots and picking up some picking up a third, but I, I do not want to trade up. I don't want to go get more or give up more draft capital to get up there. I understand the logic and why the question's asked. I just, I hope we don't do it. I hope we stand pat or move down. That's just what I want. Um, Mark, he asks, rumors have it we are making space for Joey Bosa. Thoughts? If we wanted to make space for Joey Bosa, we would have uh, traded Eric Armstead or let him walk. Uh, we now have three of the highest paid defensive ends in uh, all of football and long term. We've got them all locked up long term. You know, you look at D Ford, he's still got three more years. You could get out of that deal. But uh, now you've got Eric Armstead for five, and we still have four more years on Nick Bosa's deal. Um, I would love to have Joey Bosa. He's still got two years left on his deal, and teams usually do not let edge guys walk especially that good you would have to trade for them or they'll just franchise them and keep them we'll have to see what happens uh john will the nfc west have four playoff teams next year it's a possibility now 
Um, it is a possibility now. The problem is it's kind of like the SEC uh, where they kind of have to play each other, so losses are going to be attributed anyway. But, yeah, they could dominate everybody else. Uh, the Rams, I, I don't know about the Rams. Um, I, I think they're they're getting worse and other teams are getting better. Uh, so we'll have to see what happens there. From West Coast, he says, what do you think of trading up? Yeah, to secure Judy. Another question. Again, I don't want to trade up too much. Um, anyway, uh, let's see here. What do you think? Yeah, another one. Trade up to secure Judy. I, 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 I do not want to trade up. If if we got Judy, I'd be happy. I don't want to waste draft capital um, to do that. If we could find another way to make sure we got Judy or CD Lamb, I'd be happy. Um, but again, I think you could stay put and get one of those guys. And if not, then that means a corner is falling. So 13 is a good spot to be at in this draft. It really, really is. Uh, anyway, I think that's where we're going to end it today, guys. Really do appreciate it. Make sure, as always, you subscribe, rate, and review the show. That helps us out the most. And, man, we've got a lot of stuff going on. Free agency just got started. Lots more 49ers news. And if you haven't already, please head over to patreon.com, type in 49ers Rush Podcast, and you can check out all those film studies that are up. You're talking, you know, 15 to 25 minutes on an individual player, talking about footwork, how they do it. It's it's my audio dubbed over the film. And so so it's all the research that you need in one spot. Um, and again, that's just patreon.com. You can download the app. It's free. And just type in 49ers Rush Podcast. Best way to help the podcast is right over there. But anyway, till next time, guys, really, really appreciate it. Stay strong, faithful. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.